Welcome to Jay Madison's Rural America. It's a journey through the stories impacting rural economies and country lifestyles. Jay Madison's Rural America is also a production of Jefferson County Economic Development. Now here's Jay. And hey there, folks. How y'all doing? Welcome to Jay Madison's Rural America. I am the host, one of the hosts, Jay Madison. I've got Ron Robbins, the other host, sitting across the counter. He's actually in the studio. He's not outstanding in his field for once. No, and I'm in Jefferson County. You're in Jefferson County, yeah. too. We like that, Ron. Yeah, yeah. Good so, afternoon, Jay. Yeah, so... Uh, no field work going on today. Uh, let's not talk about the weather today. Let's get right into the podcast. <laughs> oh, come on. It's not that bad out there. Oh. Hey, uh, but before we do begin with uh, interviewing our guest, and we have a very special guest with us. I'll introduce her in just a second. But before we start uh, interviewing our guest, just want to remind folks that happen to be here in northern New York that we have the Jefferson County Dairy Parade coming up on Friday, June 2nd at 7 p.m. right here in Watertown, New York. It's going to start at the Watertown High School, and the parade will proceed down Washington Street into the city of Watertown and ends just past the Dulles State Office Building. It is Jefferson County, maybe even the North Country's largest parade, from what everybody else says. Yeah. We get about 8,000 people out there. Did yeah. you know that? Yeah, big turnout last year, Jay. Yeah, it was huge. Oh, boy. And, of course, you had to do uh, crowd control last year, if I recall. <laughs> I had to do vehicle control yeah. last year. Yeah. We had, it was crazy. I've never had that problem happen. We had cars break through the barriers blocking off the street and traveling down the street as I'm sending horses out onto the parade route. That's not a good thing. So I hope you've put plans in place to uh, beef up security. A couple farther. Abrams tanks yeah. strategically positioned and armed to the hilt. Yeah. So go ahead, break my barriers. Yeah. <laughs> no, you got a lot going on, Jay, too. Uh, uh, baseball season's going to kick off. Yeah, that same night, actually. Oh, wow. Great planning, Jay. You know, what the that wasn't me. I, I tried to have that not happen. But, yes, the Watertown Rapids collegiate baseball team, that is their opening night uh, over there at Toyota Field at the Dulles State Office Building. To learn more, since you gave me the little opening yeah, there, Ron, yeah. I'll take full advantage of it. To learn more about the Watertown Rapids, go to www.watertown-rapids.com. That's where you'll find all of the information. An ag night at the Watertown Rapids is going to be Saturday, June 10th. Oh, wow. So ag night is Saturday, June 10th. So not yeah. too far away. It's going to be crazy. You know, I got to talk my daughter into getting uh, some of our ice cream up there for a night. We'd I, love to have you. We'd, yeah. Yeah, absolutely would love to have you. So, so I'll uh, work on that. Jay. All right, sounds good. Well, you know, we probably, because she's been sitting here chomping at the pit, I can yeah. tell she wants to talk. <laughs> and we've just had her, and I've even had her microphone on, so I'm really, I'm really impressed with your self-restraint. So <laughs> anyways, poor Morgan. We have Morgan Hodge here. She is the president of the Belleville Henderson High School, 
uh, FFA chapter. Did I say that correctly, Morgan? Yes, you did. All right. And there's that beautiful voice. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. She sat there going, oh, I'd love to talk. Yeah. You guys can shut up or let me talk. That's our problem, Morgan. And once yeah. Ron and I get rolling, it gets kind of challenging. So you, you just have to punch right in there and, yeah. and don't let us talk over you. Okay. Thank you for having me. <laughs> well, welcome to the podcast. So this is your first time ever on a podcast or radio show or anything like that. Yes, I have listened to podcasts and I've watched videos on YouTube of podcasts. But yeah, this is my first time being awesome. on a podcast. Nice. Well, we're glad that uh, we're the first ones to ever yeah. host you on a show. You got a great voice for it, too. Nice That's and loud. Great. I love that. That yeah. was great. Thank you. So, well, welcome to the podcast. And so you are a junior at Belleville Henderson Central School, the high school. And so things going well down there? Yes, I am a junior. I'm staying very busy being in all of my organizations. And this past fall, I played soccer, varsity soccer. So we had a pretty good season. Fantastic. So pretty good season. What does that mean? Yes. So we made it to sectionals. We made it past the first round. And then unfortunately, we didn't make it past the second round, but we still had a good record. And we all, none of us really got hurt. So that's, well, that's even better. Yes, yes. I didn't think of soccer as that hard a game where you have to worry about everybody getting hurt yeah, but yeah hard. i guess you, you it's hard on the ankles yeah and, uh, well <laughs> and those ladies they you know lady soccer players they're pretty rough from yeah, what i've yeah. seen before yeah. so I, I could see it on morgan's face she's like yeah don't let them get in my way <laughs> that's it right there <laughs> <laughs> that killer instinct oh yeah. yeah so besides soccer what else do you do so I am a member of the Section 3 Student Athlete Advisory Committee. I represent the Frontier League. Wow. Yes. Nice. I am, it is an honor to be in that position. I go to the Frontier League meetings and give presentations on hot topics in athletics, such as mental health, nutrition, hydration, sportsmanship. And then I take whatever we discuss as a group and bring it to the Section 3 board and we discuss it. Oh, wow. Nice. Holy cow. I didn't yes. know that. So you are a very busy, I mean, being president of an FFA chapter is crazy enough, but you're doing all these other things. Yes, I am. Yes. Well, God bless you. <laughs> that That's cool. And, you know, I, I happen to uh, work for a couple sports organizations. So if you ever want a job, just let me know. Okay, yeah. we, we could set, <laughs> set you up. So how long have you been involved in FFA? So I have been a part of FFA for four years. However, I did participate in junior FFA for two for two years, approximately sixth through eighth grade. Yeah, I was just going to ask. So define junior FFA is like middle school grades, uh, sixth through eighth grade then? Yes, we work with the kids on a lower level FFA base, doing leadership activities. We teach them about FFA, all the color or the two colors, um, and about. Now, uh, uh, let me stop you there. What do you mean by the colors? Uh, national blue and corn gold. Okay, so you're talking about the colors yes. of FFA, yes. the blue and the gold. Yes. All right, so what do you do with that with the middle school kids? So we just teach them about the colors, what they represent, and about the FFA official dress. And the colors are on the back. And about your state and what you're representing being in the official dress and 
all the fun of FFA and aspects of it. Well, that's, that's cool. great. What piqued your interest to get involved in FFA? So my parents have been involved in agriculture for mm-hmm. years. My mother grew up on a dairy farm in Philadelphia, New York, and my dad has been in agriculture his whole career. And it, so that really gave me the push to be interested in it. In addition, I really fell in love with the agriculture and being in FFA when Mrs. Bean introduced me and welcomed me to come to Junior FFA. Yeah. Oh, cool. Yes. Cool. So Junior FFA was really a starting point for me, and I think it is for a lot of kids at our school to really get them involved in the future FFA throughout their years. Ron, were you ever in FFA? No, we did not have it at Sackett's. Still don't have it at Sackett's, of course. And mm-hmm. uh, so never had the opportunity. You know, uh, and I was going to, a great opportunity segue here because I, I was looking for an opportunity to say, you know, my dad was in, F, well, he was in Future Farmers of America yeah. back in, it was probably the late 30s, 1940s. And the way I knew is I found this picture one time in a photo album. And it's, you know, it, had, it said Lyman. That's my dad's name. And uh, it said Future Farmers of America. And, you know, I was a young kid. And I said, well, Dad, you know, what's Future Farmers of America? And he said, oh, it's a leadership organization for farmers. And I was like, oh, well, that's pretty cool. But... I grew up in Oswego, New York, and there was no FFA. And that I know of, there's still no FFA anymore in Oswego County, unless somebody started a chapter. And so growing up in in Oswego County and working there for several years for the Soil and Water Conservation District, I thought Future Farmers of America was gone. I didn't know anything about it. And then I moved up here to Jefferson County, and, oh, there's five chapters of FFA up here. So, Morgan, uh, can you tell us, it used to be called Future Farmers of America, and now it's called FFA. Do you know why that is? So, yes, it used to be called Future Farmers of America until it went a, under a name change in 1988 to the National FFA Organization because they didn't want it to have a stigma of just being farmers. They wanted everyone outside of agriculture as well as the farmers involved in agriculture. So I am not raised on a dairy farm, but I'm in FFA, and I absolutely love it. So that is why it went under the name change. Well, and I've had, since being up here and uh, being closely uh, connected to FFA and to the high schools in the in the county and so on, I've had the opportunity to get to know many students who have gone through FFA that, like you said, they're, they're not from a farm. They don't necessarily have the intention to go back to working on a farm. They just found out about FFA and the, the leadership and career development programming and the fact that it does so many great things and joined it and stayed with it and are out there doing great things uh, in whatever path they chose. So, uh, you know, I think it's one of the best leadership and career development programs in our high schools that exists anywhere. It's, that's been my impression of it. 
What, what percentage of students involved in FFA end up going into an ag-related field? Do you have any idea about that, or is that a little too tough of a question? That is a great question. I do not know the percentage, but I do know that quite a few people who are in FFA do go off into an ag-related career, Mm -hmm. maybe Mm -hmm. not just farming, but like ag communications, ag business, nutrition, AI, all of those. I've got to ask you this question. Have you done public speaking through FFA? Yes, I have. (laughs) Because she took that question that you asked. That was, you know, we we have not prepped Morgan in any way. She took that question that was a tough question if you haven't been prepped for it and spun it and answered yeah. it yeah. without Absolutely. knowing the answer. Yeah. You did a good job, Morgan. <laughs> yeah. That was Thank I you. was I was listening to see how you handled that. Yeah. And I could tell Thank she's you. she's done a lot of public speaking. Even though I hasn't been on a podcast or radio, you've you did that very well. So yeah. No, it it just seems like, you know, of the kids that I've known and been involved with and we've had, you know, numerous FFA students working at our farm business on not just the main farming operation, but the tour, tourism farm part of the business as well. And, and they've all, you know, gone on to do great things. Some have been involved, got involved in teaching, um, you know, and not necessarily ag-related teaching, but, you know, brought that background that they learned um, and uh, carried it on through into their career. No, it, it, it's, it's great to see what these kids experience. And I actually had Mrs. Bean, your advisor, teacher, uh, when she was a student, uh, she did her SAE. What's that? SAE. So it's a supervised agricultural experience that takes place in the classroom as well as outside of the classroom. Yeah. And she was, she actually did her SAE working for Jefferson County economic development so yeah ask her about that sometime you can ask her about the one experience where she thought maybe i died (laughs) Uh, she actually she no no resuscitation anything like that but it was it was funnier than heck so embarrassing for me and i'll let her tell you the rest of the story but yes uh, she had quite the experience i'll have to ask her yeah and she was great she she did a lot of things for us i i hope that it was a good uh, experience for her i i've never asked her that question based on that one time but uh, yeah so so you've been in ffa what has been the standout experience for you? So overall, my time in FFA has been amazing. As I said previously, I have gained such great public speaking skills. Yes, you have. And thank you. And confidence and just knowledge and being wiser about, you know, who I'm talking to and networking skills. I love talking to people now. When I was a little girl, I used to be so shy. (laughs) (laughs) That's hard to believe. Yeah, I I just, uh, uh, yeah, I agree, Ron. Anyways. So FFA has helped me through that. In addition, I love going to conventions such as the National FFA Convention this October I attended. There were people from all over the country, even Alaska, so, wow. yeah, that was pretty neat. And just talking to people and f- 
figuring out where they come from and what they do and their experiences and their stories, I really take that to heart and carry that with me. So do you have aspirations to kind of get involved at the national level? Well, I would love to do something in FFA or in agriculture throughout my career. Right now I'm undecided, so I don't really know mm-hmm. what I want to do with my future. However, to relate back to that question, I am up for a state finalist in, in employment skills. So hopefully if I win first place, I can go and compete at the national level, okay. level in October. So hopefully some way or another. <laughs> yeah, that's great. Fantastic. Wow. Employment skills. So what, 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 explain that? What, what's that competition? So I compete or f- with an ag-related job. So I make a fake resume, we'll say. Um, so for my fake resume or my fake job application, I applied to be a tour guide at the Grindstone Island Winery on Grindstone. I go into an interview at uh, the district, sub-state, or state level, and they asked me all these questions related to that job to see how I can react under pressure and uh, what my ob- objectives are and my goals are for obtaining that position. And then I can do a follow-up correspondence, just emailing them saying, hi, thank you so much for meeting with me, and then just restating my qualities and why I'm fit for that position. Mm-hmm. Pretty cool. And that's what I love about FFA. There's all these things that they yeah. do like one of them that I'm always impressed by is the um, uh, Robert's Rules of Order, uh, Parliamentary Procedure, yes. and the competitions that you have for that. And people might, people listening might be thinking, oh, the Parliamentary Procedure, they actually have a, a competition for that in FFA. Yes, they do. Mm-hmm. And you can see the, the students, well, the young people that have gone through that when they're out and about and running a meeting, they know what they're doing and they know how to Mm -hmm. run a meeting. And it's impressive because an awful lot of adults don't know how to run a meeting. Yes. And uh, no, and you see that at a lot of levels, Jay, whether it's uh, local political organizations or town boards or planning boards, people, they get thrown into these positions, but they really don't know how to run a meeting. Yeah. Uh, it goes on and on yeah. and on. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, when you know. And they don't know how to take votes. They don't, mm-hmm. you know. Right. How to make motions, those and, types of things. Yeah. Have you done parliamentary procedures? We are, excuse me. Well, I, you're president, so yes. to a degree you probably <laughs> have, yeah. Yes, I have at the, our meetings or this past banquet this past thursday we did the parliamentary procedure is how we open our meetings and close our meetings however i've not competed at the parliamentary law contest well that, and that's fine if you haven't competed but you've learned it through ffa correct yes yeah. yes yeah so um the sae the the supervised agricultural experience have you done that yet or is that coming So, uh, yes, I have done that this past school year and summer. My SAE is based on natural resource systems at Clayton Island Tours. Oh, neat. Yes, I was a tour guide and... Oh, that's a surprise. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, (laughs) I love talking. (laughs) You fit in well in this room right now, so... And I explained the environmental and historical significance of the St. Lawrence River and how um, 
having the freighters come through can impact the environment the environmental the systems yes, up there yes, the habitats and yes. so on yeah yep. wow that's great Con- congratulations on doing something like that that's Thank pretty you. neat to be up in front of a crowd and being able to uh have those types of accounts see when i retire morgan i want to go down to costa rica and i want to be a tour guide on whale watches down there <laughs> That would be so cool. <laughs> that would be. I'd just be in my glory. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't quite figured out how I'm going to make that happen yet <laughs> or when I'll be able to afford to retire. But anyways, that's my dream. Yes. So kind of crazy. So uh, how many students are in your chapter? So we have around over 100 students in our chapter and we have eight officers. Okay. And so your chapter, you talked about the junior FFA. Tell us a little bit about the the high school FFA. What grades and, you know, what's some of the process of becoming an FFA member? So our high school FFA chapter is 9th through 12th grade. They have to meet a certain number of requirements. And if they meet those certain number of requirements, they can earn there are different FFA degrees, such as a green hand degree, a chapter degree, an empire degree, which I am working on at this moment mm-hmm. that had to take place with my SAE. Mm-hmm. And then once they get to their senior year, they can work towards their American degree, which is a national degree. And they have to do certain requ- requirements and do certain amount of community service and activities through FFA in order to stay a member. Hmm. You know, I think that's just fantastic. Uh, so for me, I would compare that like Boy Scouts of America. I was very involved with my son in Boy Scouts of America, and they have the ranks that they go up through to to reach Eagle Scout, hopefully. What would be the comparison in FFA of Eagle Scout, that highest rank you can achieve? Yes, so the highest rank you can achieve is the American degree. You have to have or uphold over $7,000 a year and a certain number of hours in order to earn that degree. So you have to raise $7,000? You can obtain, so like you can make, so if I were to be a tour guide to Clayton Island Tours throughout that number of years that I'm trying to earn my American degree, in total I would have to have over $7,000 made from or a profit Cool. So it actually teaches you a little bit about economics, capitalism, all of that type of thing. Yes, yes, it does. I didn't know that. That's (laughs) even better. I love it. I love it. So that's a pretty high percentage of students for a school like Belleville Henderson for that kind of involvement. I would, I would guess anyway. Yeah, I I don't know what the enrollment is at Belleville Henderson. We have over 500 students, so... Total? Um, yes. Yeah, 500. K through 12. Yeah. Yep, oh, pre-K. and you've got 100? Pre-K through Yeah, that's 12. what I'm doing, the math in my head, because mm-hmm. I'm thinking somewhere between five and 600 being a... Wow, that's yeah, so pretty darn good. one-fourth of our students are enrolled in an agricultural class and are in FFA. Jeepers, I didn't I did not realize that it was that strong a participation. Yeah. That's fantastic. Um and if I remember correctly, Belleville Henderson, the ag program there, isn't that the oldest agricultural program in the United States? That is correct. 
That's pretty cool. Yeah. Right here in little old Jefferson oh, County. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so, um, you also have, besides going through the FFA program, you participate in agricultural classes, which are intracurricular classes that do all of the same things, the science, the technology, engineering, mathematics, arts, that type of stuff. You're doing all of that as a regular student. It's FFA is just a agriculturally based you use agriculture as your foundation to learn the leadership and career development but you're still going through earning degrees high school degrees like any other student correct yes that is that is it right there okay so that's that's pretty impressive now when you're participating in FFA you have regional competitions state competitions tell us a little bit about that so this past February, I competed in a district contest, so which was Jefferson and Lewis counties, competed at the District 6 level. So, for example, I competed in employment skills, and I placed first. So then you move on to substates, which was in Geneva, New York, in March. And then if you win at substates, make top two, you can be a state finalist and compete at states in May. Nice. And you you said you were going on to states in what competition, I think? Employment skills. Employment skills. So yes. you're going on to states. Now, If you, what do you have to do there to advance to what? So I have to place first in order to res- or go on or move on to the national competition. That'd be cool. Yes, that'd be, be amazing. Yeah. That's my dream. <laughs> well, good luck with that. Good Thank luck. You. Wow. Tell us about, the. have you been to the National uh, FFA Convention? Yes, so this past October I attended, attended the National FFA Convention where we sat in sessions from our national FFA leaders and they gave speeches on their stories and experiences that they went through and attending all different activities and meeting from colleges and companies such as John Deere, Farm Bureau even, from all over the country and just talking with them and their aspect on agriculture. And it was an amazing experience. And I'm so glad I went. So I saw some pictures, I think back at the time you guys did some touring too, didn't you off, off the convention site to, did you do farms or, um, I think I saw some pictures at the Caterpillar plant maybe. Um, Yes, so we go about a couple days, four to five days ahead of the actual national okay. convention time, and we do go to different places. So we went to an agricultural school in Chicago. It's the biggest agricultural school in Chicago, and they gave us a tour of their school and all mm-hmm. the different activities and events and CDEs and LDEs that they do, which was an, an amazing opportunity just speaking with them and seeing what they do because they are a private school so they go to school every day they have animals there horses it's in chicago yes in it, chicago the it city was, of chicago yes, the city of chicago yeah. <laughs> so that was really cool and then we went to illinois state university there farm and talked with their agricultural students and all the things and responsibilities that they have to uphold being a student there Mm -hmm. and a lot of other places and just seeing different parts of the country and how 
they contribute to agriculture and all the things that they do to help, it was once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. Wow, yeah. that's pretty cool. Yeah. That's pretty cool. So with, with the National Convention, there's like 50,000, 60,000 FFA members attend. Yes, so there was over 60,000 FFA members that attended this last year's National FFA Convention. And I think, if I remember correctly, that is either the largest or competes with the Boy Scout National Jamboree to be the largest gathering of youth in the nation, if I remember correctly. Yes, the National FFA Convention is the largest. Well, I don't know about that. <laughs> but it is it is huge, and yes. it might very yes. well be the largest. Yes. I, I know National Jamboree for Boy Scouts is pretty yeah, close. Yeah, it is pretty close. Close. So, yeah. from, my, from what I am knowledgeable of, it is of what I've heard is the largest, but you wouldn't have to you double win this <laughs> one, but, you know, Thank you. arm wrestling over this next right. time. So, you know, that's, that's really hard to believe too. How you could bring that many youth into yeah. a location and, and, uh, it always comes off without a hitch. Well, and, I know that they're very limited on where they can hold the national FFA yeah. convention because it is so big. So many kids, young adults coming into this one location and it's a convention it's as big it's bigger than like the the political conventions you see televised and stuff you have rock stars country music singers all of that type of thing too yes so this last year they did a concert in a rodeo for the students who attended the convention we our chapter did not go to those events however from what i heard of they were amazing and it was so cool to just see them from you know being in a city or a small town where we don't have rodeos or a concert in our backyard yeah so yeah yeah. and and it's held in the national convention in where now indianapolis Indianapolis. indianapolis yeah yes okay because it moved from was is it used to be Louisville or yeah I think so uh, if I remember hold right, it I, anymore I believe yeah it yeah. grew too big so yeah. that's kind of cool that it's growing yes it's a awesome. youth a youth development program high school based growing yeah growing rather than shrinking that's yeah. just awesome that's because yeah. people like you Morgan. <laughs> Thank you. By the way, we are talking to Morgan Hodge. She is the president of the Belleville Henderson uh, High School chapter of FFA, and uh, they just had their big banquet. You did a great job there. Thank you very much. Kudos to all of the FFA uh, participants down there at Belleville Henderson. The desserts were fantastic. (laughs) Yay. I brought some home. (laughs) They were really good. They didn't last long, but it was fun. It was a great time. Morgan, uh, we, we've got to start to wrap up the, the podcast today. Um, what, what parting words would you have for anybody listening out there that either isn't familiar or has a, a middle school, high school aged uh, son or daughter? What are the parting words that you would leave for them? I would say take advantage of every opportunity and just try out FFA. 
you know, at first I was a little skeptical and I'm so glad that I joined now. I've met so many amazing people. I've networked with a lot of people who I didn't even think I would network with, talking to state leaders and officials and FFA officers. And, you know, I've made the best memories attending different events, like even the drives there, you know, making awesome memories that I'll have forever. So I would say just try every opportunity and take advantage of them. Is there a website that people could go to to learn more about FFA? Yes, so they can go to www.newyorkstateffa.org and learn about all the different chapters in New York State and what FFA has to offer. Okay, and that would have links to national and all that kind of stuff too? Yes. Okay, that's great. Ron, parting words? Uh, No, it's just so refreshing to uh, have a young person here today with so much energy and so much interest in developing their leadership skills and having interest in agriculture. So we really thank you. Thank you for having me. Yeah, no, absolutely. And if you ever want to come back and uh, uh, sit here at the helm and uh, co-host with Ron, I'd I'd train you to do it. I'd love to. Yeah, we'll we'll put this on your resume. So uh, I think you do a really good job at it. I like your voice. It's, It's got a good ring to it. So thank you. Morgan, you as well as all the FFA students that might listen to this, congratulations on participating in FFA. You made good choices. It's it's a great organization, and it's exciting to see people such as you and your your fellow FFA members doing this and and learning to develop those leadership skills and build your careers and become you know, contributing members of society. So congratulations to all of you and mom and dad. Yeah. <laughs> yes. They deserve some credit. Yeah, yes, they, they, they did well. They, they do. did well. And to yeah. Mrs. Bean as well. She's, yeah. she's fantastic. Yes. Yeah. All right, folks. Well, that's a wrap for today. We've been talking with Morgan Hodge. She is the president of the Belleville Henderson chapter of FFA She's involved in sports, and uh, I think we're going to see this young lady go places. So very excited for her. Ron, you have a great one, sir. Yeah, let's hope for sunshine and warm weather, Jay. I certainly hope so this weekend. Yes. This weekend we'll get it. All right. Well, folks, have a great one, and be sure to come back and listen to future episodes of Jay Madison's Rural America. Thank you for tuning in to Jay Madison's Rural America. Make sure to join us weekly. If you have any questions about the show, call Jay at 315-782-5865. For more information, visit www.agricultureevents.com or jcida.com. Until next time, thanks for tuning in to Jay Madison's Rural America.